when I was talking with Dwight Bain recently about different themes that we could have for each week, as we were approaching Valentine's Day, he said he wanted to talk about loneliness. And it made me um, pause because he's a man who has for 30 years worked as a counselor. And so we can all think about roses and chocolate and diamonds you know, because of the commercials on TV or the things for sale at the grocery store. But, um, you know, when you stop and think about life and the realities of life and relationships and um, just the realities of life, it was just so interesting how his heart went to, I want to talk to people who are lonely. Um, And that is something that we will focus on next week. And so this week, as I was Deeply thinking and praying about a theme for this week, beauty from ashes is what rose to the surface in my heart. Um, And that's what our guest today is going to start a conversation on as she shares part of her life story. Tammy Daughtry, who founded Co-Parenting International to help with co-parenting after divorce Um, which is truly beauty from ashes. When a marriage burns to the ground, there can be great pain. But on the other side, there are amazing children often who need to be parented in the love and wisdom and maturity of Christ. Um, And so, wow, I look up to Tammy so much and appreciate her organization. Um, And that's not all she does. She's going to share about other things that she has pouring out of her life, the rivers of life that flow out of Tammy Daughtry. She's going to share some more about that. But um, I wanted to read you the scripture where the phrase beauty from ashes comes from before we get started. As you're hearing these words, know that they are about you. This is why Jesus came. He came for me and you. And this is what he came to do from Isaiah 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes." And that's where the phrase beauty from ashes comes from. Um, And then it goes on to say the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. That is Isaiah 61. And that's about you and others who have been and who will be set free because of Jesus. And so specifically today, Today's show is the testimony of a woman who has gone from ashes to beauty, literally after a fire, and then spiritually, figuratively in her life post-divorce. And I hope that this part one of her story will bring you comfort and that you can share it with others who perhaps um, they are about to start co-parenting and that was not the plan for their life. Um, Perhaps Tammy will become an encouragement and a resource to them. This is Life with Lisa Williams. Tammy, I always enjoy talking to you because um, I just do. 
So there. (laughs) Well, it is very mutual. I'm so excited to be with you again. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Tammy does many things to help many people. I mean, she's a mom and she coordinates events and she helps coordinate other people's events and she coordinates her own events specifically. Um, and you might want to just talk about this a little bit, Tammy, because I know that, um, Chicago is coming up, but mm-hmm. the Tenacious Faith Conference, um, you want to just, just share a little bit about that so people know you better. Sure. Well, we, um, you know, I've been to a lot of women's events in my life and I feel like God does something so special when women gather and laugh and pray and, and are transparent, um, you know, conferences, retreats, I just think they are a very sacred part of our journey as women. And uh, we felt led to to do a, a conference called the Tenacious Faith Women's Conference. And we did one in Nashville in the fall. We we were beyond blessed. We had Kay Arthur and Patsy Claremont, Nicole C. Mullen, some of some of these iconic yeah, really. uh, women of God, and then some new voices um, that have other tenacious stories that are kind of joining the movement. So we're headed um, in April to uh, Naperville, which is a suburb of Chicago. We're going to be there April 29th and 30th. And um and our, our keynotes there, we've got Missy Robertson of uh, Duck Dynasty, Jace, oh. Jace Robertson's <laughs> wife. She'll be one of our keynotes. How we've, fun. <laughs> uh, Nicole C. Mullins will do another concert for us. I just love that woman. Her music mm-hmm. and message is just transforming. Um, and then several other uh, regional and national names. So it's, you know, all the information about the event is on our website, tfaithwomen.com. But, but the why behind the what for me is having that experience to uh, foster our faith, to uh, remind us of God's incredible love and his faithfulness through our darkest, deepest trials. Yes. But the other piece that I am, I am so excited about and, and it, I don't know if it will resonate with people as they hear this, but I think back to the, the opportunity where someone invited me to an event and that became my invitation to an eternal relationship with Christ. And that happened to me when I was 15 it was a girl two doors down that didn't really even know me that well. We were shoveling snow in Denver and she asked, Hey, you want to come to church tonight? And, um, I went with her and God used that invitation to completely change my life. And so when I think back to that, you know, I'm 46 years old now that happened when I was 15 and every day between those two points of, of then and now, they've been drastically changed by a simple invitation. And so these events, these That's events a sweet to story. me, I want women to be able to just simply invite someone, you know, a coworker that they don't know well, invite a neighbor that they just wave at down the street. Um, you know, maybe it's a, a sister or aunt or a family member that, that they just, they want to, to share a spiritual experience, but maybe they haven't had their own, um, ability to tell them about Jesus, but just bring them, you know, invite them, say, Hey, come with me for this weekend and let's just go hear some music and incredible, powerful stories. And, and we're really believing that this will be at every conference, that there will be women who for the first time in their lives have an opportunity to say yes to Jesus, to just simply say, wow, there's more. I, I, I've heard of church or maybe I've been in and out of church, but, but this is something different and this is for me. So, so I'm very excited just about the eternal perspective. And, and, you know, I, I tell our team, if, if even one woman, one woman steps in to an eternal relationship with Christ, years of work is worth that moment. And so that's, yes. that's our hope and prayer for this event and every event we ever do 
that that they really are kingdom events that that empower the believers but but give a beautiful opportunity for folks that that either have never met the Lord or have been far from him and just need a new beginning. It's super cool to hear your heart. Super cool to hear you unpack all of that and how mm-hmm. it all makes sense, you know, for those of us listening who are Christians. You know, we've had that moment where somewhere, somehow, either alone or in a group or by invitation, mostly, I think it is often people invite us to go to something mm-hmm. and we hear the gospel and it's yes. time. And yes. so it's so, so cool to know that that, you, you know, you have that heart for people to meet Jesus. That's just great. That's great. But I know it takes a lot of time and energy and resources and, <laughs> you know, thought processes and prayers and scheduling, you know, to get these events you know, put together. And so this one is for Chicago. So if anyone's listening in the general Chicago area, Naperville, mm-hmm. April 29th and 30th, and the website is tfaithwomen.com. tfaithwomen.com. I'm staring at my April calendar right now, juggling things in my brain, thinking, how can I get to Chicago? <laughs> I'm like staring like that spring break that week, you know, like yeah. looking at this and that. Because I, I, I want to grow I think that, that, that some of us who have been Christians a long time, we forget, we, we think we plateau and we, we know everything mm. and then something will happen and you are shaken to your core and mm-hmm. then you remember, oh my word, God is as vast as space. He's as vast as the oceans. You know, I've, I haven't even scratched the surface of the growth that's for me mm. and the depth of relationships for me and, yeah. you know, a deeper understanding of how much he loves me. So yes. for a Christian woman to go, I think it's so good to just go, God, I want more of you. You, I want to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to like bring your niece or your, your sister or your mom or your neighbor, I think that would be just amazing. So I'll kind of try to uh, somehow focus this podcast on the Chicago land area. I don't know how to do it. I'm just going to think about, you know, I have all these friends on Facebook. Many of them became my friend because of K-Love. Back mm. when Facebook was kind of cranking up, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do, Tammy. Like I kept getting friend requests. So I kind of looked at other, other DJs and they were just accepting every friend request. So I went, okay, whatever. So I just accepted every friend request. So I have pockets of friends in cities and I've never met these people. We, we don't, I don't know them at all. They're just my Facebook friends, you know, but mm-hmm. I have a big chunk of pals in the Chicagoland area. So mm. if I can figure out how to target on Facebook, I will. I will reach out to them to kind of just get the word you. out for you. Oh, oh thank sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sure. Sure. It's exciting. And, <laughs> and so, okay. So we touched on different things that Tammy does, you know, as a mom and as an event planner and then specifically the tenacious faith women's conferences that she does, but there's something else that Tammy does. And really that's the impetus behind this invitation to chat today. Um, thinking about beauty from ashes, knowing that a lot of people, you feel pain this time of year with Valentine's day looming and, and maybe you, have faced divorce this last year unexpectedly, or maybe it's just been a while, but there's, there's pain or there's things that you haven't really thought about enough to get to the healing to, you know, you, you, you've either stuffed it or just really haven't spent the time. This could be a thinking time for you. Um, and I just asked Tammy if she would tell part of her story, part of her beauty from ashes story, and then just give us some ideas for anyone who's hurting and feels like they're in the ashes, Tammy. You know, if you'll just minister or speak or help that person think, that would be awesome. Yes. Well, you know, when I, when I think of beauty from ashes, I think of how, how, um, and I, I literally actually experienced a fire in my life. I was a 
right out of college, young, young woman and lost everything I owned in a fire. And so oh. I remember going through the, who hadn't thought about that in a while. I remember walking through the day after with the firemen, um, literally pulling out of the rubble, um, anything that I could salvage. Um, and I still have in the room I'm sitting in right now, I have a photo album of those pieces of paper that I was able to pull out of the rubble. Um, one little piece was a calendar entry, uh, from a gift my grandmother had given me. It has scripture on it and it was, it's marred and tattered around the edges and burnt, but the scripture still stands. There's, there's some photos I was able to pull out of the rubble. There were, um, I lost my diploma. I never found that, but, but there was a piece of, of my graduation, um, uh, plaque, uh, that I was able to save. So anyway, I've, I've compiled these things that, that I literally with my own hands dug out of the ash of that fire. And, and those are beautiful, um, treasures to me. And when you asked me to, to share about that journey in my, the longevity of my life, um, it's a long, long story, but the, the, the shortest version I can share is that, that I, I grew up, uh, mom and dad divorced when I was one and they had been high school sweethearts and, and, um, but they married really young and, and it was, um, a short, short marriage. Um, so I, I never remember them being married or being together. I just grew up with mom in one city, dad in another. And, and they were both, um, very engaged in my life and lived with mom full time, visited my dad over the weekend. Um, but they struggled in some ways, you know, looking back, they, they didn't have any tools on how to co-parent. They didn't know the research and the, the methods and the communication strategies that, that they needed at that time as, you know, 19 and 20 year old kids trying to right. figure out how to co-parent. And so, right. so having been um, brought up through some really tough stuff as a kid and also a few other uh, personal challenges that, you know, e- each of them carried some some, some tough stuff that they had to deal with. There was, um, there was some anger issues. There was, um, promiscuity. There was, you know, some things that I just, mm-hmm. I grew up around as a kid. And, and, um, but I look back on that and I honestly, I thank God that I had that exact childhood. And, and I would never have dreamed that that was, uh, something beautiful that God could use until I found myself facing my own divorce. And uh, my daughter was little and I was trying to figure out how do I become the most uh, positive, healthy parent ever? And how am I going to work well with her father? Because I knew at, at age 32, facing my divorce, that, that co-parenting was going to be part of my daughter's story forever. Not just till she was 18 and we, you know, no longer had child support. I knew from my own childhood that that how mom and dad interact with each other would matter when I was two, when I was 10, when I was 12, when I was graduating from high school, when I was going to college, when I was getting married, because my parents, you know, were, were co-parenting through that whole season of my life. And, and they're still in my life today. They're co-grandparents, I guess you could call them. But as a kid, I just, um, I experienced some really painful things that they would have never, ever done on purpose if they had known different. And so when I found myself, um, unfortunately facing a divorce and becoming a co-parent, I just cried out to God and I said, God, what can I do to protect my daughter, to learn, you know, everything that I learned as a child, how can I use that to give her the most stable, healthy, whole, beautiful life possible? And, and I remember my divorce attorney, she was, you know, suggesting certain things I should do and implement. And I said, no, I I don't want to do that. 
I'm not going to live in, vindic- in in anger. I'm not going to live with resentment. I'm not going to try to to destroy my daughter's father. That that if I destroyed her father, it would destroy her. Right, right. And some right. of my friends, uh, some of my yeah. friends were, <laughs> were feeling it were so deeply. You're, my, you're, my friends were surprised. They're like, "Well, why wouldn't you yeah. do this, that, and the other?" And I said, "Because my daughter will always need her father." Yes. yes. And I want my daughter to have the most beautiful relationship with her dad possible because I knew she I wanted her to have more than just every other weekend and a few days in the summer. I wanted her to have a meaningful deep relationship. One thing for sure about Tammy Daughtry, she makes me think. She makes me pause and ponder a life surrendered to Christ where you are going to tenaciously seek God and try to honor his word and to live what you say you believe no matter what. That's the tenacious faith of Tammy and that's the tenacious faith that she models to me. And so I really like her and I'm glad that she was willing to be our guest today. And tomorrow we're going to go much deeper into her story and Hopefully, someone who will listen to tomorrow's show will get encouragement of the deepest kind. You know, life is difficult, and we don't often have control over many things. We think we do, but then when it all happens and unravels and hits the van, you know, you don't have as much control as you did. But there are certain parts of our story that we have We have all the choices, and that is choosing to love choosing to walk in God's word, choosing to not harden our hearts, choosing to not pretend like the pain is not there, choosing to embrace Christ fully and to wait on him. And so I remember once telling someone, I feel like all my choices have been taken away. And they said, you need to own the choices that you have (laughs) about my own health. And it was just such great advice. And so Tammy, I hope is a good resource for somebody. If not you, if you know someone who is co-parenting after divorce, send them towards Tammy. Co-Parenting International is the name of her organization. And a link to that and also a link to her Tenacious Faith Conference can be found under this show if you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. Today's show is brought to you by the wonderful organization Cure International. They help heal kids in over 30 countries. Children who are often shunned, abused, rejected because of their disabilities, They are able to get surgeries because of the support of people just like you, these free surgeries for these kids and their families hear about the true living God and his love for them. So I cannot say enough good things about Cure International. And if you want to find out more about what they do, click on Cure when you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. Hashtag thanks for listening.